Hi to y'all, it's Presley. I just got done recording a podcast with Holyfield. Had a great time, great conversation. It's less about sports, more about just fun times. Listen. Alright, so I'm here with Brennan. He is uh, currently... I don't know. What would you call yourself? Uh, I it's would like call a, myself a, a singer. It's not really rapping. No, what? I, I'm a I'm a music artist. That's, I think we should just say that. He goes by Holyfield. By Holyfield. I'm gonna throw his uh, sound, not SoundCloud, <laughs> Spotify and Apple Music in the description. Go check him out. This isn't gonna be sports related, which is like what I usually do. Yeah. But we do have a sports theme to it because we met through baseball. Yeah, so, I mean, like, definitely, yeah. I think that qualifies absolutely a little bit. This is also only my second, like, live in person, like I was just telling you. So yeah. I think it's going to be more interactive definitely. between both of us. Um, so like, I'm just going to jump straight into it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Why I invited you on here is because I see, like, you're doing a lot of the stuff. Like you said, our, your original setup was a lot like this. Yeah, It's very, like close i'm sure you bought all your shit oh yeah pretty much and then like got help yeah as time went on Uh um and then you do i know you do everything yourself yeah everything is pretty much me which is what i do Mm -hmm. and then just small town guy trying to get out there absolutely it's really hit or miss Mm -hmm. it's kind of ass yeah (laughs) (laughs) horrible absolute ass i mean have you like have you talked to anybody outside of weatherford um, I've hit up a few people. Like, there's this one guy. Uh, he, he's in California. His name's Sonia June. I don't know. You probably haven't heard of him, but like, no. he has like a thousand listeners on Spotify. And like, I've been like following like his path, and he makes some good stuff. So shout out to that guy. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, not not really. I haven't really hit up many people besides that. But um, I would love to try and start collabing with people probably outside of Weatherford. But I mean. I think that was probably the coolest part of your first album. Mm-hmm. It's like you included a lot of the, you're like your exactly. friends. Like, that's what I want to do. Even like I'm yeah. sure I know yeah. if I had to guess, Eddie can't sing. Oh no, no. So, <laughs> and you still got him in the podcast yeah, in a way. And then or not in the podcast, fuck. Um, yeah, in, in the early, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you included Riley. Yeah. Um, and then Caitlin and, and Avery. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought that was uh-huh. pretty. Me like, too. You just threw it in, yeah. and it were in. It all sounded really good. Absolutely. I, no, and then. All three of them have, like, they want to make their own stuff, too. And I, I, I've been working with Avery and Riley a lot. Caitlin, I don't know if she's going to do it, but we'll see. But um, I've been working with Avery and Riley, and, yeah, me, me and Avery have, like, a song or two, like, done right now. And, I mean, they're, they sound really good, so. I mean, like, is there any style change you want to do? Or is it just going to, like, is this where you want to go? Because I, no. I compare you a lot, like, Khalid. Mm-hmm. That's what the. Yeah. That's what it sounds that's like. That's my goal. My goal with each album is to sound less like Khalid. That's, like, that's <laughs> that my number one goal in my career. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, the next album, like I'm, I'm working on it currently right now. We'll see whenever it comes out. I'm not gonna make any promises. I did that the last <laughs> album didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Which one has been easier to work with, Spotify or Apple Music? <clears throat> Spotify, 100. No, yeah. and it's not even like easier. It's like. Apple Music literally like just doesn't care about the artist sometimes or sometimes <laughs> it feels like that you know what I mean so like I've been with Apple Music and like ever since Rosewater released um, I've, I've probably got like 15 emails from Spotify not a single email from Apple Music so like, like just keeping yeah. you updated yeah, on exactly. how your music's and, like, through, like not even only that but like Spotify like sends you all these emails on like how to get playlisted and all this other stuff and like that's yeah. what makes you like blow up you know yeah, what I mean like, and Apple Music's just like just no, no, like, response yeah, you have to do everything yourself. Yeah, for real. Like, it's <laughs> not on us, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, 
Is there a chance you can make money on all this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I do make money. You yeah. do? It's not a lot, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's money, you know. Is it like, isn't it like a cent a play? Uh, something around that. If you add up like all of the platforms you're on, yeah, yeah about a cent a play. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you plan on like doing like making music videos behind it and all that? Absolutely. Or yeah. like, like soon or uh, we'll see. The thing is, like, I don't really have the um the resources at least for that part of it. Yeah, and plus like. Um, I definitely don't want to make some like cringe music video. No, you know yeah, I mean? for sure. so I probably wouldn't do one of like the serious songs, you gotta but, like, like Doomed or something. Like I've talked to Riley a lot about like making a music video for Doom. I actually planned on having song. him here today, oh, really? but like yeah. he had like some power yeah, he has or something. Power to me. I was yeah. like, yo, you should. So I said I'm gonna make one with him in the future, uh-huh. and then we're all three gonna get together. Yeah. whenever I figure that'd be super. This fun. whole thing out. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but uh. I mean, have you paid for any promotion outside of... Uh, no. No? Mm-mm. But, um... I mean, I'm sure Spotify tries to lean... or definitely. Either of them try to lean you that way, because that's... It's it's still business. Yeah. I mean... Luckily, a lot of them try to lean... So, like, that's called pay-for-play. Yeah. Right? And a lot of, like, businesses will try and avoid that, but every once in a while, you can kind of tell that they're, like, pay for it. Come but on. <laughs> from what I've read from Spotify, a lot... Well, I've, I haven't read anything on Apple Music. Again, they don't send me anything, but uh, from what I've read on Apple or Spotify, like a lot of it's pretty neutral and just trying to get like talented people up there, you know what yeah. I mean? And like kind of avoiding that part, but um, yeah. And then plus, uh, I figured out a lot on how to actually like get there after a Rosewater job, so it like, kind of <laughs> pissed me off because I'm like, oh my god, like, I knew all this beforehand because you're supposed to apparently like send in the music, like months before you actually put it and out and then they'll they'll exactly. do their own and they like dissect it and then you get all the editors to like listen to it you know before it's yeah. even out so then on drop day it'll end up on a playlist so or, I'll definitely do that or they'll have day. it like on the new releases yeah thing exactly. and all that yeah uh-huh. I got you yeah uh, another question I had for you Riley told me to ask this uh-huh. he wanted me to ask you to explain because he said you're you're detailing behind it with the interludes like the yes. way you placed it I kind of figured out beforehand uh huh and like I didn't really have to ask him because yeah. it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. But like, how did you separate the album? I figured. I'd... Oh, well, okay. So I wanted to make this album tell like a continuous like story, yeah. right? And like obviously there is little breaks here and there, like yeah. where it's like mm, that doesn't really go together. But like as a whole, I wanted to tell like a story of like my kind of story, at least like in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, it opens up with um, late night. Which is like a relationship that's all based off like sex and lust and stuff like that, right? And then the guy gets out of it, and of course I like to call our character like I like to call the character of the album like the sailor, because it's like the sailboat and the beach stuff like that, yeah. right? And so he gets out of this relationship, still kind of wounded from that, and like he, what I wanted to make it seem like is he's like a normal like teenage dude that like definitely has some underlying like stuff he needs to figure out for himself. You know what I mean? But instead of actually dealing with it, he's like covering it up with like love and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So then you have Doom or not Doom, Gold Shores, <clears throat> which is like his first like heartbreak, where it's like hits him. You know what I mean? And then Lucid, he falls in love with a girl, but he's like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do that because he's like he learned his lesson from Gold Shores. Mm-hmm. And then the beach comes around, right? Which is Eddie's interlude. Yeah. And then he's talking about how like, hey man. Focus on yourself. Quit trying to do all this stuff. You know what I mean? And he almost listens, but you notice how like Eddie's voice is really quiet in that mix. He's yeah, not really hearing like, it. Not really hearing it, right? And then so 
he does that, and then he jumps into another one, another heartbreak, doomed, right? And then this time, Glassheart comes around, and then he's like, all of like the problems come to the surface. You know what I mean? Like he cannot ignore them anymore. They're so freaking loud. And then um, it's too much for him to handle, so he's like, hey, instead of girls, I'm just gonna start doing drugs now on cloud nine, right? Which is another way that you shouldn't go at all. Yeah. So then he does that, and then the sailboat falls in love with the girl from Lucid, right? That's why I wanted to try to tell that story. And uh, of course, Riley's voice is super loud in that mix. Yeah. Because love is so much, li- emotions are so much louder than like logic and stuff like that. So then he does that, and then he goes into um, Dreamcatcher. Like, he can't, I mean, Dreamcatcher and Close to You pretty much tell the same thing. It's like, he's like falling in love with the girl. He's like yeah. slowly yeah. going deeper. And he's on a sailboat now of the Rosewater. So he was on the beach of Rosewater. Now he's on a sailboat in, in the He's Rosewater. in the middle of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is like the sea of love. Rosewater sounds cooler. <laughs> but, and then, boom, a storm hits. And hits him off the sailboat. He falls in the water. You know what I mean? He's like drowning now. That's wrong time. And like wrong time has like the whole beat. Sounds like it's underwater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those, I mean yeah. Uh-huh. The way you did all the beats were like, <laughs> uh, I was like, you. I can't believe, I, like I've known you for a while. And I'm like, yeah, this is Brennan. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's awesome, bro. But like, uh, but yeah, the, um, the whole beat's like underwater and that's him like drowning. You know what I mean? And then like, he's like almost gets out and then he drowns at the very end of Rosewater. That's one where he goes like that at the very end. He's like dead. And then love and drugs is like the reflection of like what he did wrong. So yeah. instead of like facing the issues that he has within, he tried to cover it up with love and drugs. And that's kind of like the lesson learned. <clears throat> and then the other, the next album, I want to take a more like uh, lighthearted, not really, not lighthearted, <laughs> but like um, happier approach. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I want to be like what he should have done. And then oh, if he did this, it oh, makes happy. sense. You know what I mean? That's I mean, do you plan on like so? You know, most artists have mm-hmm. a scale of an album, about an album a year. Yeah. I mean, maybe an album uh-huh. every year and a half. Unless your name's Lil Uzi or Playboy Cardi, yeah. then they're just never going to come <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that kind of backfired because Lil Uzi yeah. just released it. Shout, shout out to Eternal Take, man. <laughs> um, but do you have a plan? Because then you have artists like... Uh, Trippy Red mm-hmm. and all these people that are Probably throwing out like four years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every three months yeah. we're putting out a new album, uh-huh. and I, I personally like that because I like music. Absolutely, so, yeah, me too. You know, the more I can get uh-huh. from a good artist, the more the better. Yeah. So, like, do you have like a scale of when you want to get these done? I'd say, and, um, as like such a young artist, you know what I mean. I want to start releasing like a few singles here and there, and then probably like two, three albums a year. That would be the. And then the point. more like. You know, if luck goes your way and yeah. everything, you go, you start slowing down, mm-hmm. get a little more hype behind That's it. That's what I was going to do. And yeah. then, Absolutely. boom. Because I think yeah. as a young artist, the whole goal is to put as much music as possible out there. And, um, you know, obviously for me, I think that would be definitely like the best option to get out there is just pump freaking music 24 7. So you have a lot more like music terminology knowledge than I do, I bet. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to know. This is a question that's been like burning. Uh-huh. All right, so Roddy Rich. Yeah, everybody's called his last album the. Uh, please excuse me for being antisocial. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They call that his debut album. I've been listening to Roddy Rich for like two years uh-huh. now, and it's definitely not his debut album. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I really don't know it. Like I've always thought that it meant like the um, the first. It's like sometimes because like you have like Kendrick Lamar, which is like. Um, 
Like he had um, what's it called? A mixtape, almost. Yeah. Oh, and then you have like Chance the Rapper, for example. He has uh, Acid Rap, Ten Day. Well, Ten Acid Rap and Ten Day were both mixtapes, but he has Coloring Book, mm-hmm. and then he drops. Uh, what is it called? <laughs> the uh, one that it wasn't. The one with the so CD. Long. I know. Yeah, I know. the, the one, one with the CD. Just came out with. Uh, <laughs> the Big Day. That's what yeah. it's called. And like everybody's like, this is his debut album. So yeah, I don't really know. I, don't I think it, it has something to do with like um, exposure, being under a label or something like that. I think that's how. It's, it it may, yeah, like that. that might be what it is. Like yeah. you sign with yeah. a label. That's the one thing I've literally been confused about forever, and I just never like. <laughs> do you plan on signing with a label? Huh? I'm not saying I'm not going to. Right. But I want to try and stay away from that as as much as possible. Well, like my just, favorite podcast to listen to right now, yeah. and he's a singer as well, Mike Stud. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure Mike uh-huh. now, I guess. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to his, and he said like his journey under being with un, without being under a label has mm-hmm. been more free. Absolutely, and it's it's been more of his own work. Granted, yeah. he might not go mm-hmm. mainstream as fast, mm-hmm. but. It's it's been a, he feels like that's he went about the right way. Absolutely, my my whole goal with my music is to put out one hundred percent me, and like my whole thing with like not letting other people really. I mean, because obviously, okay, you have like songs like Cloud Nine, which me and Riley literally made like fifty for fifty. You know what I mean? Like we put equal effort into that. But almost every other song on that album is like all me, at least with the production and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that. A lot of that is because I just want to follow a specific creative vision, you know? I mean, cause, okay, so you have artists like Tyler, the creator, right? He has 100% creative control in all of his music. And hit every bit, every sound in that music comes from his mind. Yeah. Every bit of it. And it's so pure and weird and, like, sounds like no one else. And that's what I want to do <clears throat> because I feel like the main way to sound unique is to everything comes from you. You know, because of course you're not gonna sound like everybody else if you're literally, it's all coming from you. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what I want to do as an artist. And okay, if I signed a label that was gonna go along with that, you know, sure. Like a contract. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's still all you. Absolutely. They're just gonna help you put that out there, yeah, and real. they'll make a percentage of it. Definitely. That's that like, would be fine. That's with that. what you're more looking more for a promotional yeah. contract, mm-hmm. not really a creative. Absolutely. Contract. Yeah. But like I mean, that's my whole thing is I know too many labels where they try to take creative control over an album, and that's that's where I draw the line. I mean, would there ever be a point where you'd you'd want to work with like a you know all these producers and stuff that have, it's been a big deal in this kind of. Probably, genre probably where they make the beat and yeah. then you just go over it and maybe they take credit for it so like yeah. you know, like balling and with uh-huh. Rider Richard Mustard and stuff like that uh-huh. or like I mean I feel like there's just a certain point where some of these guys are so talented oh, you yeah, want definitely. to work with them uh-huh. and have that yeah and I mean I bring up Roddy Rich again just mm-hmm. because he's like one of my favorite artists. Yeah. Uh, the first song I ever heard by him was uh, Project Dreams with Marshmallow. Yeah. And it really got him mm-hmm. like now he's all him. Absolutely. And everything. So I is could that be a path maybe you take for? Probably not. Honestly, I mean, I like I mean, because I would love to like collaborate with people. For, no, like, like every not not you like one hundred percent. Not yeah. like all. Just like every uh, once in a while, I'm like if somebody came to you, while, yeah. rather than you approaching them. Yeah. Like a big big time DJ came to you and said hey I like your voice if I made a beat for you would you sing over it like write the lyrics and everything would you I mean would you consider it I probably would yeah I would definitely consider it but like I mean just as me I'm such like a control freak whenever it comes to I music. mean yeah that's I, I, I hate like giving any like little 
here you do this you got it for me you know what I mean which is I'm bringing it back to this as well the, uh, in, the interludes I asked yeah. Riley you know did he, did you write those and just have them read it oh no or uh-huh. and what he said was like y'all you kind of explained to them what you wanted mm-hmm. and then they wrote it yeah which and I that, think is awesome yeah I mean, that's the main thing I wanted to do too because like okay you have Emma, Riley, and Eddie right all three of them I picked those three number one because they're like three of my closest friends right yeah. but the other reason was is like all three of them have such different points of view in this point in their life you know and I thought that would be so cool just to like you see each side of it because like love and like because that's what I wanted to do I wanted to flush out like the concept of love you know and how it's affected me but I also wanted to bring in those other points of view because everybody sometimes feels like the storm everybody has a point in their life where they feel like the sailboat Everybody has a point in their life where they feel like the beach. You know what I mean? And even if it's not now, you will or you have felt like that before. And I felt like just bringing in different points of view on the whole topic. I mean, because the whole album is me singing. The whole album is my point of view. You know what I mean? And I thought that it'd be cool if like, oh, for this little part right here, it's someone else's point of view. It's not my point of view anymore. You know? And I thought that would be really interesting and like more thought provoking than just so you, I mean, you did. Yeah. You put a lot of thought into oh, everything. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and from so I heard the first song on it. Uh huh. Like speaking, what you know, you're like embedded in each one of these podcasts, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Like Cloud Nine is my uh, the original uh-huh. version of Cloud Nine yeah. that you recorded with Riley uh-huh. is my outro. That's so cool. And it's your voice. It's not that's, Riley's voice. That's yeah. awesome. Man. I, bit, I made like a little. Yeah. That was like yeah. oh four months ago. Uh huh. So that was the first time I heard it, and I was Riley was here the first time I made my YouTube yeah. video. And I was like, man, I got to put an outro on this. Mm-hmm. It, do you think Brennan would be cool? And I, he said he texted you. I don't know if yeah. you... He might have. I think he And he did. said you, it was good. So I did it. Yeah. I mean, I was like... And now it's kind of all come back. Yeah. And now you're actually here uh-huh. on the podcast. That's so cool, man. I had no idea about yeah. that. But yeah, that's that's awesome. It's... Uh, you know, I don't know. It's It, it doesn't sound at all the same mm-hmm. as when... Like that version... Uh-huh. Sounds a lot different than what y'all oh, end up coming up yeah. with, uh-huh. and I, I don't know. I just feel like y'all, you did a lot of good work on that album. Thank you. It's like thank you very much with the thinking and everything. Uh-huh. Where I was going with that was like time scale. Yeah. If what, what was the first song you recorded on that album? Gold Shores. Gold Shores. Gold Shores is the first one, and that was probably about September. So I mean, you're talking about a like a seven month scale. Mm-hmm. And then, well, hold on. So for your first Gold Shores was the first song I recorded for that album and that was uh, like September October-ish and then Wrong Time was the last song I recorded and that was when was like the cheer competition? like January? I think it was mid-January? yeah so January so so from September to January was that whole album process now I'm not I, (laughs) I slacked off a lot I, that's I took, how I get on here. Don't I took you my worry. time. You know what I mean. Yeah. So like, with this next one, now that I actually like, I have like the resources. I guess I need in order to actually like pump music out all the yeah. time because I'm a lot better at piano than I used to be and <laughs> stuff like that. So like, this album probably is gonna take a little bit quicker. But like, at least with that one, yeah. I mean, it was. I like, mean, and it was also your first time writing all these oh, lyrics. Yeah. Uh-huh. And- well, actually, yes. Technically, Rosewater is the second album I wrote. You just scrapped the first one? I scrapped the first one. 
So is there any songs that you put out? Or are those are your everybody those are the three and Mary songs? are the three best songs out of the album that I made. So you just kept those. You said I'll release yeah. this as an EP, yeah. and then we'll just move on to Absolutely, the album. Absolutely, yeah. Which didn't come out very far in between. Oh the two. yeah, it was uh, like yeah, three weeks. I think it worked out really well, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, definitely. I mean, yeah, it was like three or four weeks. Do you avoid looking at your stats? Huh? Do you like no? Uh, okay, if I'm being honest with you, it's so hard not to look at them. Like so no, cool. I, I, I understand. Because like, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, what's my listeners? I actually had one day, I think it was a Thursday, and like uh, that morning I had like 700 listens or streams on uh, Laura's Water. But and I then that night I had like a thousand and I was like, whoa. Every, well, every time I'm d- like driving home, mm-hmm. it's like I get off work. Yeah. I work at Wingstop, so like getting off at 1130, uh-huh. I'm t- I take a co-worker home, so I'm not getting back here till like 1220. Right. And so I have like a 30 minute drive and I'll just like put your playlist on or your album on bad, like in man. order. Yeah. Cause I, I was like right. having night driving music mm-hmm. and this has just been, it's, it's actually replaced Khalid. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's, uh, do you have a favorite song? Huh? Uh, by me? I mean like, so obviously you're going to be proud of every single one yeah. of them or you wouldn't have put them out there, uh, but do you have a personal favorite that you could pick out and say? Probably I Lucid. like this one. Lucid. Lucid? I think Lucid's probably my favorite song. I think Riley said his favorite song was uh, Glass Heart. Glass Heart's really good too, yeah. I, okay, here's the issue with Glass Heart, right? Glass Heart, I made, and whenever I made that thing, like, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever made, right? This is before Lucid. Well, actually, Lucid was, I'll get into Lucid later. Because <laughs> Lucid, like, was one of those songs that took forever to make. So, um, yeah, like, I recorded Glass Heart probably like, December-ish around then and then I remember I went over to my friend Connor's house we were like in his RV and I was like hey, I want to show you guys something and dude we played the shit out of Glass Heart so much like we played it so much and now like I listen to it I'm like this is good but like it just doesn't have the same weight because I've heard it so many times because yeah, that's yeah. what I do I, I stopped doing that with this next one because now that I'm working on songs I'm like I can put them on my phone and if I put them on my phone, I listen to it 24-7 because I'm like, what do I need to improve? And I like try to decide, dissect it, and I get so tired of the song. So now I like make sure that it just stays on my computer at home so I don't get to hear it all the time, <laughs> you know? Especially like, then you're finding like little tiny things, and you're like, man, oh, I want to yeah. fix that. And then you make it worse. Exactly. I've, I've been there. Yeah, I know you overthink it. it. You're yeah. like, man, I need to go back and remake uh-huh. this. And then the whole song is scrapped. Absolutely. Which yeah. is probably what you did with the first album. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of. The first album, dude, was just like, okay, Voyager... That is the second song that I've ever wrote. It's, it's good. Yeah, thank you. I think my favorite my favorite song out of those three is probably probably Voyager. Voyager? Yeah. yeah. Mary's my favorite. I hate that Mary's like the least popular. I <laughs> Riley said Mary's his favorite yeah. too. Because I'm like sitting there and I'm like, bro, like everybody's <laughs> sleeping on Mary so much. I, I mean, I like, I'm not I'm not just saying this because you're here and I'm like I'm talking yeah. to you. Mm. It's just like every song you put out is good. Yeah, thank it's you, not bro. like it's it's not like. Uh-huh. Any of them are unlistenable. Right. It's just all been so good. Uh-huh. I'm you. sure, like, eventually you're going to release a song that was like, eh. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah. Every artist is going to do uh-huh. it. But, like, <laughs> every one you put out so far is good. Thank you. I mean, yeah. like you said, though, Mary is a little too long. It's I listen, too long. I listen it's, to, like, it's boring to I listen to, like, I'm not gonna lie. two minutes and 30 seconds uh-huh. to, like, three minutes and 30 yeah, seconds songs. Just, oh, my God. And yeah. sometimes <laughs> it drags on and you're like, ah. But well, the, the lyrics Mary, are good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I like about it. The lyrics yeah, are good. Exactly. It's just I'm sitting there and I'm like, the Voyager's like, people try to make Voyager deep too. So many people came up to me and been like, so is Voyager like space like a representation of like depression? And I'm like, I wish I thought of that. I'm like, no, I it's, wish just, that's it's just, it's, no, it's yeah. a badass spaceman lost in space 
misses his girlfriend. That's it. Like that's literally, <laughs> like, that is literally what the song's about. Because I heard the bom, 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 and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like spacey. So I'm gonna make a space song. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, Mary was like the first like deep song I wrote, and that's it. Just has like a special place in my heart, like forever. I think Love and Drugs is one of my favorite. Thank one you. Of, that that's the too. least. That's was, that's literally the least popular song on that album. I play, so it's like, literally one of the best. I don't know if you know who Paloma is. Uh-huh. She makes YouTube videos as well. Yeah. But like, uh, so I ride with her every day. Mm-hmm. I play that album for her, and I like. I guess I'd never gotten to the bottom of yeah. it because I heard, and then I didn't even realize Love and Drugs existed until mm-hmm. like two days ago. We're yeah. like writing. And I'm like, oh my god, this song is like deep. Yeah. And like I know I know what Mary's referring to. Yeah. It's not so you're using it like. Like you said, you're using a, the love and drugs thing, mm-hmm. and now you're using a word to describe a girl, or like, refer to a girl and weed, yeah. like, in the same word, uh-huh. and I was like, dude, that's, you did it with Mary, too, but uh-huh. like, that's genius. Yeah, thank you. So, so <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't really know any artist that's ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. I need to stop writing songs about weed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite song's probably Gold Shores. Gold Shores? I told Riley that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's probably my favorite that's, song. That's funny to me, though. That's really right. funny to me because that's like that's the first song I made for the album. So I mean, it's okay. almost like yeah. it's, it still like has that sound that like Voyager and everything had because I think like Gold Shore still holds on to like the old sound that I used to have, and then every other song is like way over here. You you, you know killed I mean? every chorus by the way. Thank like, you. Like there's I I was like you. I was talking to Riley about uh-huh. it the, the other day. I was taking him home. I think it was Thursday. Uh-huh. I was taking him home. And I'm like, I'll be sitting in class just like writing, uh-huh. and all of a sudden I'll just be seeing like. Any one of your songs, like just like you came into, and that's another thing. Like a lot of artists, I find, like you go back and you listen to their music and you're like, why didn't he put this lyric in? Or like, mm-hmm. so you remember last year? Yeah. Uh, Coach Westbrook would, every morning would play uh, the the Kodak and Lil Wayne song, uh-huh. Coding Dreaming. Yeah. And it was clean, obviously, but every time he played it, like, every morning. Mm-hmm. And I'd always go back and think, why didn't he say, put a neutron on my penis? If you're like, you know, like... <laughs> what? Go, go back and listen to the song. And he says, like, put a neutron on my pinky. Uh-huh. And I'm like... He was talking about Venus. He rhymed Venus and pinky. And I was like, why would you rhyme Venus and penis? <laughs> it's, I, I mean, there's, but, or, like, sometimes... You go back and listen to Juice World, and he'll yeah. say "girl" in a place he should have said "bitch." Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand, like the profanity thing. It's just <laughs> like sometimes you gotta. There's there's some lyrics that you wish they'd go back and change. Yeah, I, I've never and thought that never, deep on rap lyrics, but yeah. okay, just like I'm, the I'm catchiness. No, but I'm, yeah. I'm like just catchiness. Uh-huh. And yeah. I, I don't think there was anything you missed out on that. Thank like, you. I'm glad. I'm glad you thought that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no like. Uh, I'm glad you There's no word you should have said. Bitch instead of yeah. girls. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment uh, or. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. How long have we been doing this so far? Oh, yeah, 27 minutes, right? Yeah, I can't even find the times. That's right there, right? At the bottom? Oh, yeah. No, that yeah. is it. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it's kind of flowing. Yeah, I like it. Good vibe. That's that's kind of the goal of this mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah, like. It's like a conversation. You know, I don't, I don't care. Usually, the, the every other one's been about sports because mm-hmm. that's kind of where I want to go in my yeah. career direction is Definitely. sports broadcasting and reporting. But it'd be nice to come on here every once in a while and just have a conversation with somebody. Yeah, for real. And like, uh, I don't know if you know Preston Porter. 
Ah, uh, he sounds real. He graduated last year. Yeah. He was in that movie that they recorded the or that they made at the Pythian home. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. So he was in that. Yeah. And so I had him on, and we had all the like this giant discussion about that. Mm-hmm. But then we still incorporated sports into it and right. talked about like it was a football movie, so that was mm-hmm. easier. And we talked about like football and stuff. And I last one was like, you know, you talk about slacking off. It was five weeks ago. I didn't even like decide. That I wanted you on here until like mm. three weeks ago, yeah. But we had to wait till after the album came uh-huh. out, which I think is definitely the best oh, choice. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because now we can, we don't we have, have to, so much more to talk yeah, about. It's, 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 yeah, it's you can't keep things hidden. Yeah, though. for real. How uh, how long did you send it in? Like how long? You said you're supposed to send it in months before. Oh, how dude, long? I sent it. Okay, so that's exactly why. So you remember, you would ask me whenever it would come out, and then I'd be like, before Sunday. Like that's all I was. Saying, that's right? yeah. And the thing is, so whenever you send it out, like months in advance so usually spotify and you can really pick. usually it takes about a week for them to clear everything and then they can just put it out whenever and then so there's like a few options so you can either choose like a specific release date it's like months in advance or you can just hit it right away so basically what i did with rosewater is i sent it around i don't even remember when i sent it out but like i sent it out probably like a week before it came out and i just said right away so then that's why like so with the next really one no with the next, next one, one you're gonna date. you're gonna have like a date, yeah. and that's what I was saying about like Twitter. Like mm-hmm. when I texted you and asked if you had a Twitter, because I was yeah. I was gonna give you just like a quick shout out. Yeah, but I I need to get Twitter honestly. I found that so much on this like coming in contact with people. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in contact with people I never thought I would have talked to. Yeah, about like just little things, whether it was like sports. Mm-hmm. I, I just talked to like the Marlins PR guy. Damn, that's yeah, crazy. Public relations guy. Yeah, I mean, it didn't work out. Uh-huh. But, but still, bro. But like, no. yeah. I just talked that's to, huge. and I talk. I was, I've been DMing like minor league baseball players, mm-hmm. and I realize my age kind of like throws it off. I'm mm-hmm. 17. I don't yeah. have a degree in anything, right. so it's harder to get the professional athletes on here. Yeah. But they see what I'm doing, and they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna shoot him a DM back, just like, right? You know, yeah. We'll talk to him." And I just, I've had some good conversations with some guys mm-hmm. and I found that Twitter and p- promotion wise too mm-hmm. like I'm promoting things and then sometimes somebody will retweet it yeah. and all of a sudden I have a tweet that has 2,000 impressions or whatever granted they'll have like they'll have like four clicks yeah. four link clicks uh-huh. but you know I'm getting you're getting it out there yeah exactly and then and music is probably a little easier mm-hmm. to do that because like this is very select yeah. Right? Like, not everybody's yeah. going to want to watch an hour-long video yeah. and just a guy talking. <laughs> Eventually, I do want to, like, so if I, if and when I hit 100 subscribers on YouTube, mm-hmm. I'm going to go through the process of start getting these out on Spotify. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'm going to go all the way back to one. Uh-huh. I'm going to start at a certain point, like, whether it be this one mm-hmm. or three in the future yeah. or where, just the next one I record after I hit 100, mm-hmm. I'm going to start putting them out there. Right. And they'll come out a week before on here, and then a week after it'll be on Spotify. All right. So that yeah. way people could just listen to it in the car, because that's mm-hmm. how I, I do it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I That process, I'm, ugh. I, I've watched videos on it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God, this is going to suck. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it terrible? I mean, It's honestly a lot easier than you'd think it is. Because, like, okay, so for me, I use a CD Baby, and it's, like, this little program where you, like, send them your stuff. And you have to pay for it. Uh, you have to pay in order to get on Spotify, by the way. That's, like, annoying. <laughs> but how, much, how much you have to pay? Rosewater was 150 bucks. Yeah. But, I mean, the reason for that was is because, um, uh, technic- so you have to pay $10 for every single, like, 
writer that's on the album, okay? So of course there's me, obviously. And then it would have been it would have been like one twenty if it was just Avery and Caitlin and Riley. But Emma and Eddie technically count as writers on it. So then I had to add them in it too. So it bumped up, up to hundred fifty. But yeah. Dude, you didn't even credit it. Huh? Huh? You didn't even credit it. Oh I did. You did? Yeah. He's in the if you go to like the uh like the credits because I didn't want to put like featuring Eddie because uh, that would be weird but <laughs> but if you go to like the credits on Spotify like it says Eddie Juarez like I read under that no oh, okay yeah same thing with like Emma too so but at the end of the day you come back and you could be profiting off of it oh definitely I'll probably, so, um, I'll probably make more than uh, I wouldn't say probably but hopefully because they, they pay you every quarter year so every three months hopefully by the time this quarter comes around I'll be like making like 200 bucks from that Hopefully, and we'll then you're profiting, yeah, exactly. and then that can go into the next project. Absolutely, and then yeah, it, it might be a process uh-huh. that, or I mean, like you know, the thing I was saying about music is very hit or miss. Yeah. Tonight you could blow up. Oh like, yeah, for <laughs> tonight the right person. Literally, music. just like yeah. boom, absolutely, and all of a sudden you're hot in New York, mm-hmm. and then then you're hot in Colorado. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just like around this one little bubble area, uh-huh. which people who get their start in bigger cities like yeah. we're, we're in Weatherford, Texas yeah, exactly. not very many yeah. people know where Weatherford, Texas uh-huh. is I mean like if you've ever talked to anybody from even in the state of Texas mm-hmm. and you're like they're like oh so where are you from it's it's 30 minutes east of, or 30 yeah, minutes for west real. of yeah. Fort Worth uh-huh. it's not it's not it's Weatherford, Weatherford yeah. it's, uh, it's a little ta- little town 30 yeah, exactly. minutes west of Fort Worth but like if you were in Fort Worth mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have like three or four schools you platform from one to the other to the mm-hmm. other and all of a sudden it gets to Dallas mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it gets to it gets to Austin yeah and now it's throughout the state of Texas uh-huh. people are going on like this is what I think is great about yeah. our because I, I talked to somebody who uh, made music before social media was huge mm-hmm. and so now you have like TikTok and Twitter oh, yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. Instagram and all of the it's like crazy. all of these things that you can just blow up out yeah. of nowhere and all of a sudden you have like you're making music with the right person mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know you're a mainstream artist definitely or it could go the other way too mm-hmm. I mean like not to it could, you know you you do you spit you pour hundreds of dollars into yeah. it thousands of dollars mm-hmm. into it and just go nowhere yeah and it feels like a waste of time but I mean yeah at the end of the day I feel like it's it's more of the experience. Absolutely no, that's my whole thing. Like, cause um, uh, but let's just hold on. Let me read this quote. Cause this is, I like live by this, bro. So like, Tyler the Creator, right? Literally like favorite artist of all time. He that, is your favorite. Uh, that was one of my I questions. You just him, stole dude. one of my questions. I love him, bro. So he has this quote, and it's money is great, but that's not why I do what I do. Some people's end goal is this and that, whether it's a house nice or whatever. So they'll work hard and put all this hunger and energy into one thing, music. But once they get that result, they relax. They bust a nut and now they're chilling. Whereas me, I get off to the music itself. And that's something I can't grasp. I can't go to a store and buy that feeling. But it's a feeling I keep wanting, so I keep making shit. Going for ideas, whether or not people like them or not. Like, that right there is, like, what I live by. So, like, that's the thing. Like, you have a lot of people that make music to, I don't know, get something out of it. You know what I mean? But, like, me, like... Hell, a year ago, I wasn't going to put any of this stuff out. You know what I mean? I was so you've been doing fun. this? The- I've been doing it probably for, like... I've been writing songs, and... Or I, okay, I've been singing my whole life. And then I've been writing songs for probably, like, two or three years. And then I started making... I've been making beats for a while, too. Um, I probably started making beats when I was, like, 
13. On GarageBand, right? Yeah. And I re- well, my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really start taking it because basically I remember last year, like, um, I made this one beat and I started showing my friends and I'm like, yo, that's actually like, kind of good. Because if it all started, I, literally, no joke, whole music career started off me making diss tracks on my friends. That's dope. Entire thing. <laughs> that's like, literally, dope. I would make like these trash trap beats that I would like put like heavy ass auto tune on my voice and they'd be like, Fuck Andrew, he a dumb bitch, and like all this other stuff. And that's like the most trash lyrics, and we just thought it was funny. And then out of nowhere, like I started, like my, we all did it, like all my friends did it. And then out of nowhere, like my beats just started getting actually really good. And then all of them were like, "Bro, why are your beats so good on this?" Like, why are you putting like so much effort? Yeah, for real. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, I mean, it's fun." You know what I mean? And plus, my dad's so into me. My dad, for real, like only reason any of this is going on, like for real, like literally biggest inspiration, biggest role model for music. Um, he's pushed me m- probably the most out of like anybody like for real credit goes to my dad uh, I mean parents yeah. do I mean Absolutely. I don't care what anybody says anybody can say uh-huh. you know like anybody can get out of any situation so oh, like yeah, if your definitely. parents are bad uh-huh. and stuff like that yeah. you're just put at a disadvantage uh-huh. but you can get out of it yeah like, I, I don't think I have much to talk on that topic because <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and act like no, I'm no, no. My a parents are awesome. person at all well, yeah I know but <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying like yeah. you're put at a disadvantage and you get out uh huh but with inspiration from, you know, your parents, Absolutely. it helps, like, you know, I send every one of these podcasts, I send mm-hmm. a link out to my whole family. Yeah, and they'll all at least watch, like, five minutes of it, which mm-hmm. is, it's, I don't expect you to sit down and watch an hour, hour yeah. long video. Uh-huh. You know, I just, it, it feels good, because then they'll, t- they'll come back and say, hey, yeah, I, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just that, like, one little sp- it keeps you going, mm-hmm. right? Like, so if I made these videos and sent them out and they're like, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. And don't make a comment about it. It'd be like, well, then why am I even doing it? And my family doesn't even like mm-hmm. watch it. Why, why am I even doing this? Yeah, for real. And then it's like, it, it just, it's, it starts from a low point. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it starts with your friends yeah. and your family. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're getting comments from people you've never seen. It's, yeah. And then uh-huh. you're getting mentions and then yeah, like, yeah. you had people, like I've talked people from utah mm-hmm. i've talked to people from florida from yeah. new york mm-hmm. like they've said man you i agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying is yeah. i i watch like my average watch time which i was like the stats thing is terrible to look at mm-hmm. on youtube because when you look at it and you're making out long videos yeah. and the average watch time is like six minutes you're like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean, but that goes back to the point. Like, it's about the craft. Yeah, you know no, it's mean? about like. Because I bet you're like that too. Like, you enjoy the I just, process I just have of creating fun. it. You know I, I, mean? I have a tweet. Oh, I can't look at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a tweet that I put out. I was like, it's it's never about. It was never about the results. Yeah, exactly. It, it's about the t- the conversations I'm yeah. having and like, I, if I wasn't doing doing this, like, mm-hmm. when have would me and you have ever had time to like just sit down and have a conversation? Yeah, about for this? real. Like, yeah. it's absolutely or. Anybody who clicks on this video, who who would have known these questions that we're talking about? Yeah, like exactly, the people that you're close to, mm-hmm. or you know, plus there, there's no losing in this. Oh no, none. I know yeah. a lot of people because no matter what you say, good media, no, no media is bad media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, it could be the worst perception ever. Yeah, but then. Guess what? Your name's trending on Twitter. Your name, yeah. like everybody uh-huh. knows who you are. Oh, I get what you mean. And okay, yeah, 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 so like, no right. media yeah, yeah, is yeah. bad media. Yeah. <laughs> so like, sitting here talking about it, like talking to you. Yeah. God, three years in the future, you could be fuck platinum, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they go back. They just want to like watch interviews on yeah, YouTube. Oh, look at this! Boom! There you blow up. <laughs> before, before, 
It's just yeah. how it goes. I mean, yeah. like you, you have a lot bigger chance of like. Hmm? Bro, I wouldn't off. say that at all. Bro. I mean, no. that's we all we're all on the same level right here. No, bro. like music, music. I'm saying like that category. Yeah. Of stuff is like more mainstream, especially I guess, yeah. especially like rap and that. Mm-hmm. Not really. I I still have not the genre, whatever genre uh-huh. you are. Like the the slower beat, the vibe music. Yeah, vibe. Yeah. vibe we'll call it vibe, vibe music. music. Yeah. I like that. I like <laughs> so that. The, I've never heard someone music. call my music that. I like that. Because uh, I always do like oh alternative pop R and B, and that's what I always say. But yeah, vibe music sounds better. Yeah, but it's not really R and B. Yeah, it's not like, really. R and B. There's like elements of R and B, but like that's not. There's really. so many subgenres, dude. Yeah, the music, like uh-huh. you could be talented in one area, not yeah. talented in another, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden there you got a whole new subgenre of rap or pop or whatever. And like, what if you're calling it a sub genre of rap? Yeah, that's good because rap has been the. I think last year it was like seventy six percent of oh yeah listeners no, rap of rap. Yeah, like, and I was listening to Mike Sos podcast, like I was saying, mm-hmm. and he said, or he was talking to this guy, and he's like, you know, twenty years ago you wouldn't have seen that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's about pop or oh yeah, whatever. Huge. Like, people who invested in rap twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Are now profiting off of it now yeah. and becoming like millionaires. Absolutely, yeah. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, very few conversations a day are you talking about like something random and all of a sudden a song comes up, right? Or an artist comes up, mm-hmm. like because artists really do have like effect on people. Definitely, dude. No, a hundred percent. Artists is like they're like the. Um, it's like you personally, you don't personally know them, right? Yeah. But it's almost like you, you can do touch that. people. I think that's like the beauty of yeah. everything. Because like, okay, music is like my like therapy. You know what I mean? And I think the coolest part about that is that I know that if I love listening to other people's music whenever they're going through the same shit that I am. Right? Yeah. And like, I know for a fact that like, with how I write, with my writing style, right? other people are feeling the same way towards my music. And I think that is literally the most, like, beautiful thing with art is because art is such, like, a... Like, I mean art in general, like, paint, painting, you know, music, um, anything. You know what I mean? I, I would even count this as somewhat art. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean like, semi. You know what I mean? But, um, like, it, it speaks to people on a way that other things can't just words can't you know what I mean that's that's what my big deal was like uh, Juice World. yeah I never really for a long time I didn't uh-huh. like Juice World. yeah and then Summer 17 mm-hmm. Heartbroke yeah number one played song of 2017 was All Girls of the South uh-huh. like that's just how yeah. it is I it's, love All Girls I remember it yeah I know I remember it I, I, like Juice World. it's what it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier uh-huh. like his deal was he records six songs a day oh yeah and it wasn't for the money. Oh, yeah. It, wasn't, yeah. it was just, he loved doing exactly, it. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. And I think it shows in a lot of people's music, too. I think the people that, like, have true love for music, because you always say people fall off, you know? And the people that have that love for music, they never fall off. Post Malone. Huh? Like Post Malone. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and uh, Travis Scott. Absolutely. Like, did you watch his documentary on... Netflix. Yes. The, no, I love Travis. Scott. And and yeah. he had the videos of him like on the Ferris uh-huh. wheel just rapping. Yeah. Like when he was six. Like exactly. that's a love for music. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. It's, and you don't lose that. You always have it. No. Yeah. You know? I mean, and then you have the people that like, you get connected through like depressed times, like mm-hmm. the happy times. Exactly. You know, like yeah. you can look back on the memories of you riding in a car down the interstate yeah. here in a small town, uh-huh. blaring music with your friends. Yeah. Stuff like that. For real. And then you have 
the hype songs like mm-hmm. when, before you went out and played sports yeah. you listen to the song uh-huh. next thing you know you threw a perfect game yeah. and it's, it's your favorite song uh-huh. like it's just how it is it's, yeah definitely music plays so much in our life that you like mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think of yeah like, I think music's just so cool because it's like it's the only way like um so it's abstract like you can communicate so much with so just sounds you know what I mean I think yeah. that's so fucking cool cause like or, Chords are like literally my favorite thing in the world. When it comes to like moments, mm-hmm. so like when me and Jameson got in that wreck yeah. our sophomore year, when me and, him, me and him got caught in the parking lot vaping yeah. our sophomore year, <laughs> uh, the first thing you you ask him, like you text him right now and you say, What do you remember about those situations? The song, both yeah. times. We know exactly what <laughs> no, song it yes. And now all of a sudden we're just like, We'll be riding around together uh-huh. and somebody will grab a phone yeah. and type and it in. Hey, bro. We, we know this. <laughs> No, dude, I totally feel that. Because I got, I got in a wreck um, over the summer, and like, there was this dude that pulled out in front of me, and I was listening to like, this weird-ass like, Brockhampton song, and it was just blaring. And like, I remember whenever I got... It like, fit the freaking wreck perfectly, because it's like... Bow, 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 bow. It's like, super loud. But I, every time I hear that song now, like, I look at my friend Ethan, and I'm like, Bro, hey, that's what happens. That's what it. listening to. It's just <laughs> like... It's the sound. Uh-huh. It, it hits a different nerve yeah. in your brain or something That's like that. That's funny you mentioned that, bro. I never thought about that, man. It's the it, me- like, it's it just triggers like memories yeah. and stuff. It's or, or even like heartbreak. Like if you if you like break like you and a bro don't work out or something like that. Yeah. And then you like listen to a song and like cry to it or something like that. Yeah, you because it was your like, like always going to remember that. And you know every couple they say yeah. this is our yeah, song. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. It's just yeah. that you can. Definitely. Music is such it's, it's, it's such it's, a big deal. I know. Yeah. You know, we take it for granted and stuff. Definitely, like, yeah. Same with the artists, and especially in rap, you, yeah. you're having an artist die every three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally every yeah. three months, you had Lil P or Mac Miller or Juice World or yeah. X or Pops. I didn't even listen to Pop Smoke. Or, mm-hmm. I really didn't listen to any of these guys except mm-hmm. for Juice World. Mac was. Mac I have was two like, Mac Miller songs. I like. I didn't. Whoever. I know. <laughs> I know a lot of people that like, uh-huh. like Mac Miller and like. Riley was obsessed with X and he yeah. was over here he came over here after he died yeah like this is crazy it's it is really it is really sad that a lot of these great artists are dying cause it's just it's just like yeah you're right we just take it for granted you know what I mean and that like obviously we're gonna have that like I think he had 2,000 songs back when it was just rolled mm-hmm. and we're gonna have those yeah but we don't have him. Oh yeah, exactly. it's not gonna be the same. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with like X's out. I know a lot of people that didn't even listen to X's stuff after he died because it, it didn't feel like him. Because it isn't. I mean, if I'm being real, that that wasn't X. <laughs> no, <laughs> like all none of his new music was him. I listen like, to this stuff like on the the X presents mm-hmm. four. I listen to like Empty. Yeah, I listened to a lot of the stuff without him. Mm-hmm. Or like Whoa. Yeah, the, the, but like it, it wasn't. It wasn't like absolutely. It was still felt like phony. That's the one thing I actually liked about um, Circles by Mac Miller. You know what I mean? Cause they were was, all that was the one that was actually like you could still tell like it was this was like almost done before they finished it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they like they, in fact and they, they took two years to make it too. And I think that it was basically done. Oh, it yeah. was just hard to mm-hmm. and they took put one of it them, out. They the guy that finished it was literally one of like Max's closest friends. Yeah, and like producers that he's worked with forever. And that guy just fixed it up here and there. And yeah, just put it out. And my favorite song on that album is Blue World. Blue World's so freaking Dude. good. Yeah, I love Blue World. Um, hand-me-downs I, I haven't listened to a lot of it yeah. I think Blue Rose is really the only one I've listened uh-huh. to Complicated's good as hell too I just love it because it's just like it's just freaking like I love those like loud synth noises but I mean when it comes to music yeah have you been stereotyped at all like at the school or like oh um, your music you do do you do you pop perks 
Oh no, not at all. I don't think Wayne. music. Because uh, I think I think a lot of people like. Um, I have the benefit of. Honestly, I'm pretty much known as like a pretty goody goody around the school anyway. You know what I mean? I, I think, mean, I think I am. I wouldn't know. Anyway, I know you're a lot more personal. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think no. I haven't experienced any of that kind of stereotype. I think a lot of people do stereotype me in like the SoundCloud rapper. But you're not. I, I'm I can not. tell you. Yeah, that's tell what you I would not. say. I'm like, dumb, that's not me. Like, this like, is my music. I swear this to God. Is like, everything. Yeah. Plus, the SoundCloud rappers are like little. Like, when you think of SoundCloud, right? Uh-huh. You think of Lil Pump. Mm-hmm. You think of Blueface. Yeah. You think of these trash people that are. Like, they've gotten better. Yeah. But they're still memes. Mm-hmm. They'll always be. Like, bit, six yeah. Nine, they'll all be memes. Uh-huh. And I actually like Six Nine's music. Mm-hmm. I, I just. I, I always have. There's. Yeah. I've, we, but I still think of him as a meme. Yeah, it's how it is. Like Swervin was my most played song of 2019. Swervin's good. It was my most yeah. played song Swervin's of 2019. Really no, and I'll, I'll I still that. every time I hear Six Nights Part, I just immediately think of a meme. Uh-huh. It's just how it is. Yeah, I feel that. And the the stuff you put out is not like Thank meme worthy. Like it's like it's real music. Uh huh. Thank you. And that's, that's what I hope to accomplish. Because I, I just want to be like um, genuine. Sure, I want to be. I want to be completely like transparent and. Not phony at all. Yeah, just because that's one thing I never really do in my music. I don't really lie, you know. And like, um, you ever gonna I, spit bars? Hmm? You ever gonna spit bars? Um, I'm trying. I, I'm never gonna like spit. <laughs> like, okay, like Riley, what he did on Doomed, no. <laughs> but like, I mean, like Rex, you know, Rex Orange County, yeah, him? yeah. Like he raps, raps sometimes. You know what I mean? That's kind of the stuff I want to make because it's like just real chill. Like, it's way more about the lyrics and the flow. That's how I that, That's been. what I always want to do with me, is like, because dude, I'm like this like 16 year old white kid who's you know what I mean like this lives in the suburbs. I'm not gonna be over here like spitting bars and all this no, other stuff. I, you know what I mean? But like, I want to like, I feel like it's a more it's a way for me to like say more, because you can say a lot with just speaking sometimes. You know what I mean? And if that speaking happens to follow the beat and rhyme, it sounds cool. And it goes back to the emotional attachment. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just like you can, you yeah. can put your emotions out into words. It's mm-hmm. like writing. A lot of people are writing. They'll mm-hmm. write down how they feel. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's basically the same thing. You're just putting mm-hmm. it out there for the world to hear. Definitely. And me- melody communicates so much, but I think like a good artist knows how to combine melody and and speech. And I think that's what's like really drives that home. You know, and like yeah, I just think that's cool. So maybe that. I definitely would say that. For future projects, you could definitely hear a verse where, like, I'm rapping. But it's not, like, just yeah. hardcore. Definitely not anything that's a, like that. But that's how I am. I, uh-huh. If you go through, I have a playlist with probably 250 songs in there. Mm-hmm. I could spit everywhere to every... Se- but yeah. I mean, obviously not the newer ones, but, like, uh-huh. the songs I've heard so many times, yeah. the lyrics speak. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, Absolutely. a lot of the mainstream stuff, uh-huh. I don't listen to it. Uh-huh. Like, with 21 Savage, uh-huh. I, I listen to some of his stuff. But it's the oh. stuff that you can hear him and you understand what he's saying. Yeah. And you know what he, you you know like the feeling put into the song. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think also there's a time and a place for it because I oh, mean yeah. at the same time like I find myself like going to work, being pissed off, so I'll skip through some sad songs and just get back, just get back. Yeah, that's how like, it is. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying like, trust me, I I used to be this kid that was like, I wouldn't listen to anything that like wasn't lyrically dense I guess you know what I mean but like I think melody and flow are like the two things that make lyrics interesting right so you have people like Kendrick Lamar literally one of my favorite artists of all time right he takes m- lyrics 
and flow performs the shit out of both right and it's fire right but then you have people like you know like uh migos or something like that hell even travis scott sometimes you know what i mean because i don't think anybody's over here going like oh yeah travis scott's deep bro you know what i mean but like he the way travis scott uses melody and like flow and delivery conveys so much more than just what he's saying and plus travis scott and it doesn't matter what he's saying, bro. Anything okay, that comes out of Travis Scott's mouth sounds badass. So, like, you know what I mean? I think I, I've always called uh, Travis Scott the most talented, untalented person right Because, like, he he writes. He, uh-huh. I, have you ever heard him without auto-tune? No. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't understand why he puts auto-tune over it. Uh-huh. I think it's just, Stylistic. it's become him. Yeah. It's just how it is. Uh-huh. If you hear a lot of auto-tune, you just immediately put, it's Travis Scott. Yeah. I think I think auto tune. It's a branding. It's a thing. vocal effect to me. It, that's all it is. Because a lot of people see it as like you're cheating. Because yeah. a lot of people think that it's like, oh, he can't sing, so he puts auto effect like auto tune on his voice. Toy lines. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's, it's, but you look at okay, me for example. I don't use any auto tune in any of my stuff. No, like you can tell. Yeah, but like, I mean, you have stuff like Glassheart, where like, yeah, like the there's like the weird vocal effects I put on my voice. And it just enhances it. You know what I mean? It it's, just makes it's it sound not cool. About, it's not about cheating yeah. the system. It just it's about cool as hell. It's about <laughs> putting something out there that you feel like is better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think like that's like what we, Travis like Scott, we it's a stylistic about. choice rather than a cheating choice. Nobody else can like your music until you do. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's the same thing with these. Nobody yeah. else can like these until I do. Yeah. Or absolutely. Nobody else can like a book until the art the mm-hmm. author does. It's yeah. just. You know, it's it's all about personal preference Definitely. and you being you. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it could go seven thousand different ways. Like yeah. you could be, it's all based on your. You could really tell who a person is based on the art they put out there. Because everybody's artistically oh, talented. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody's art- artistically talented, whether it be in a job, uh-huh. like just being excelling at work. Mm-hmm. Or I music. Think he, I think literally or, anyone can put out art. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, it's just, but they can't. A lot of them, a lot of people don't mm-hmm. because they're they're not accepting of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about absolutely. or worrying about getting judged at school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, now a lot of people are so much younger in the music industry. Yeah. Like, probably the, out of all the people we listen to, the average mm-hmm. age is probably like twenty three. Oh yeah, definitely. it's because it's because people are so worried about what society's going to think about them. Mm-hmm. When in, in reality, who cares? I don't yeah, care. Definitely. I don't care what my neighbor thinks about me. Oh, it's scary. me. Yeah, exactly. That's how I am. That's why I'm just so transparent with my music. You know, I'm like, I, I want to be. I want people to like literally know Brandon Holyfield by just listening to my music. Like, I want some people to know me. And how it usually goes is, is you're so worried. The people that are so caught up mm-hmm. and worried about what people are going to think about them, mm-hmm. it, it usually backfires the other way. And more people are going to support them, but they'll never know because they're never like they're never brave enough to put it out there. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying like 100% always going to go that way. Oh, you're always going to have people that are going to be like, "You can't do this, mm-hmm. you can't do that." But that's a lot what I what I want to do with this. Yeah, you have people. I'm going to have anybody in here who wants to like excel at something, Absolutely. so I can you know promote them. Mm-hmm. Because if you promote somebody, I mean, like good things come around. Mm-hmm. Like. How is it helping me if I tell if I were to tell you you're never going to get anywhere? Yeah, it doesn't help you at all. Or. Uh-uh. Tell somebody else, oh, you're never gonna, you're, you're never gonna get that bonus. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it might help you work harder, but it, how is it helping me? Yeah, for real. That's why, like, the people, the old saying, like, the bullies are always the most insecure and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how it really is. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. it's one hundred percent how it is. Do you do you know what you're gonna do after uh-huh. high school? Um, 
Yeah, pretty much. I, I want to go to, obviously, if music doesn't work out, um, I want to go to, um, I think, my basics at Weatherford, and then probably go to Tech after that. A lot of people said Tech. I wonder why. <laughs> Number one, my grades aren't that great, so <laughs> Tech's really easy to get into. But, um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Tech. I'm not a Tech person, but my stepbrother's going to Tech, so we have it hanging out. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of my whole thing. And plus, I want to be like a therapist, probably. Therapist? Uh, like, music and then music's good for that. Exactly, yeah. Were, like, like you were saying, music mm-hmm. therapy's a real deal. It's a yeah, real thing. Definitely. I mean, but my whole thing is like, honestly, I don't realistically see myself doing anything about music. I think people that are like that, like, that drives me so much to get this. Well, that's how mm-hmm. I am. I don't see myself doing anything yeah. not related to sports. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely, because it's the passion. My original plan was I was going to go be a high school teacher, but uh-huh. I was going to coach. Mm-hmm. I was going to be a baseball coach. Yeah. And now my career path has kind of changed, mm-hmm. and I, I decided I want to get into broadcasting, reporting, mm-hmm. and writing, and all this. Yeah. But So I'm going to major in like communications or whatever. Yeah, that would be smart. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. I would, lo- I would love to go to music school, but I, I definitely want some... Uh, I'm a real stickler on wasted time. I definitely want to really get some backbone behind music, and yeah. then I'll go to music school. That's how, that's how I am. Honestly, I might... I do it anyway. So no what yeah, because I mean, because my thing is like, I mean, like, why settle? You can't. I, mean, I, I don't think. Any, you I think that's one thing that people do so much in life is just settle on what. Like they're like, oh, I wanted to do this, but I settled on this. You know, and I think that honestly, like, bro, it's your life. Like you only, you're only here once. Like I know it's cliche, but like, you're only here one time. You got one shot. You know, so why wouldn't you want to hit like the top? Of where you want to go, you know what I mean? Like you want to put everything into this one thing you want to do, and that's how I am, you know. Because like I want to make music, and like I'm not gonna, I really don't want to settle for anything else besides that. And I'm not one of those people. I don't want to be like famous off of this. If I can live like my parents, you know what I mean, upper middle class, and just make music all the time, bro, I'm happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, play a few live shows every once in a while, and that's my thing. Is I know for a fact, make enough money to get by. Yeah, if I have enough time and resources. To just make music all the time and just improve myself, I'm, I'll get there one day. You know what I mean? That's my thing. I'm, I, like, I'm, I know for a fact that would happen. It's repetition. Exactly. It's a lot of repetition. And I like that I'm starting in high school, too, because I feel like it gives me... So, I have literally two years of free time of just, yeah. just perfect my craft. See, I have, to balance, I have to balance. So I'm working. I have school. Yeah. I have baseball. Mm-hmm. And I have this. So I have to balance all four of those right. things and still produce here because if I don't... If I'm not consistent enough with this, obviously mm-hmm. people aren't gonna watch. Yeah, for real. It's like I said, repetition, mm-hmm. which is the weird thing because like sports have so many metaphors, like yeah. when it comes to life. Mm-hmm. But the one metaphor that screws everybody off is like the whole you can do anything you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. So like with baseball, you can go, but one day somebody's gonna tell you, you can't go anymore. Oh yeah. Or with football, you can go, mm-hmm. but one day somebody's gonna tell you, you can't go anymore. Yeah. But in real life, you can go, and you can go, mm. and nobody can tell you you can stop exactly, if you keep your yeah. mind to it. Uh-huh. That's the mm. one, like, you know, the, the sports have that such good, like, team mentality, and there's so many mm. metaphors you can ride with, but the one, the most important one is the one I can't, like, yeah. so like, I'm going to put my mind into being a baseball player. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do, yeah. obviously, but eventually somebody's going to tell me, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be tomorrow, yeah. whether it be 10 years down the road, whether it be 20 years down the road, mm-hmm. somebody's going to say, you can't do this anymore. You're yeah. just 
you're you're stunted. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Absolutely. But I found a way around that by trying to keep a career path in that section. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like definitely. Yeah, I, I see that a lot. So cool. it's not all about playing. Right. It's just about being involved. Being in involved in it. Yeah. Still having something revolve around your passion. I think that's good. Even if it, even if one day it's, it's less less fun, mm-hmm. it's more of a job. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's what I want to do. It's what yeah. I'm deciding to do. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm I'm living mm-hmm. and I'm living a, am I satisfied and yeah. happy? I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if somebody says you suck at what you do. Oh, or yeah. it's I'm having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think people should definitely. One thing, um, like for me, for example, you know, like I have all the resources to make a career out of this. I think it'd be a waste if I didn't do it, you know, because I have like, I mean, God gave me the ability to sing, you know, all this other stuff. He gave me a good family that would help me pursue my passion. So if I don't pursue that passion, I'm just wasting. I'm, that's a giant middle finger to everything that he yeah. gave me. You know what I mean? And I see every blessing is like just uh, building blocks for what I want to become. And eventually, I have to take the reins and steer it my direction. And that's what I've started doing now with making music. I think, yeah, it's it's cool shit. It's <laughs> another thing about the statistics, though. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're involved in sports. Yeah. All you do is look at statistics, especially when it comes to like reporting oh, sports. Yeah. So then, uh-huh. like, I'm looking at these people's statistics, but like, I gotta look at my own every uh-huh. once in a while. And then when you analyze it, and you analyze it too much, yeah. you can, it plays with your head. Uh-huh. I think, yeah. I, I hope I never get to that point. I hope I don't. I haven't got there yet, I don't think. I mean, as long as you're a sinner, like, like I said, it's not all... I, yeah. I, I would like for this to do good, but mm-hmm. it's not about the results. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. having a good time mm-hmm. doing it. Probably. How many plays? Like, what's your most played song? Um, Voyager still. Voyager but, still? Um, How many I plays does it have? Because, you know, it doesn't... 500 or something if you don't, like If you don't check, it says under, under mm-hmm. 1,000. It says, it's like... Five. Oh, well, I have a... An app that's like my like it's Spotify for artists, so you can actually yeah, check yeah, all yeah, these that's real statistics. But um, yeah, I think I think it's at like three hundred to five hundred at this point. I'm pretty sure it's five hundred. And then I think Doomed is slowly creeping up up past that. Doomed, um, Gold Shores, <laughs> like you said, and Lucid. I think are all climbing up. Like, dude, all of them, all of them have like this chorus that's like <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Because I feel like that's the back, like, when that's you're talking the about the backbone, yeah, that's the that is your backbone of your song. Because that's what everyone remembers. But it's like, yeah. whenever you're trying to think of a song or remember a song, uh-huh. but you can only remember the words exactly. or the beat, it's always the, the chorus. Yeah. It's never the, that one verse, yeah, exactly. that one bar they uh-huh. spit. It's always the chorus. Yeah, for real. And if your chorus sucks, then your whole song's Oh, yeah, pretty much. Dead. Yeah. That's one thing I'm glad I can do. I have the catchy chorus thing. And like packed down. So oh I yeah, no, like, dude, as long like, as I just keep that, dude. Cloud 9's chorus, dude. It's that one, doomed. Uh huh. Pretty much all of them. Yeah, like, and, like that's, that's what I like. That's what's funny. So like, I like I write the shit out of every song I make. Like I mean, I mean like sit down for like thirty minutes and just you know what I mean, like over like think about everything. And then the chorus, every single time, breeze out, hit record, stand in front of my mic, maybe two takes, maybe. And like literally just belt something out and just freestyle the whole thing. It's and I'm like, so it is oh, that's cool. Uh, the, the hooks are, yeah. Yeah. And then usually what I'll do is I'll like, um, Gold Shores, for example. They're like, you came in my life so fast. That part. 
literally went up to the mic, went like, you came in my life so fast, da 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 and they just did that over and over again, and then, now that I have the melody, I'll just fill in the blanks with writing, you know what I mean? It's like, but like, I mean, you have stuff like Glassheart, where it's just me saying Glassheart twice, you know what I mean? That, that's freestyle 100%, and then like, um, pretty much anything that is complicated, so like, you came in my life so fast, but you left me just as quick, I probably wrote that, but like, but doomed. Doomed. <laughs> you know, that's probably, I'd probably freestyle that. You know I, think, I, mean? I think Cloud Nine's probably my favorite chorus. Uh-huh. That like was the, cool. As that, hell. That, that's the one I use. Mm-hmm. That's the part I use for this. I, I love Because that it's movie. like. Yeah. Loud, not, uh, 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 uh. How many takes did that one take? Because um, I know y'all, y'all went and tweaked, like I said, y'all lot. went and mm-hmm. tweaked a lot, but yeah. y'all left the good parts. Here's the issue. So, like, uh, every single song on that album. Besides Wrong Time, was made on GarageBand. So the, so everything it was made with the old setup. So you're, so you're basically saying everything's just gonna get better from oh, here. Oh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But what I mean is like, um, so every single song I made was with the program, the same program that you that made like Voyager and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I had this horrible mic, right? That would <laughs> pop, and we, it was like a literal microphone that you hold right here, and you already know because you know how mics work. Yeah, right? I mean that doesn't work. <laughs> no, yeah, especially not like this one. Singing there's a reason this one's like at an angle. Yeah, exactly. Is because you have to speak in, and it doesn't. It has like a built-in pop filter, but uh-huh. like it's still gonna stay away. Oh yeah, definitely. I can't like lean over it like this. Uh, yeah, you know? like it's just. But yeah, we use that, and that's why like it sounds so like crunchy. It's, not, it's a, you know but, what I mean? it, but that's like uh huh. It, it makes it like, cool. Yeah, for but, that for uh-huh. those songs specifically yeah. that it did it in, and you left it. Mm-hmm. It that's good. Yeah. It sounds good. Uh huh. Okay, close to you, for example. The close to you. That part literally was on the old computer, and the only reason I left that in there is because I tried to. Because I was I, I literally used to have to um, record it in GarageBand, and then put it in Pro Tools and redo all the vocals. So it would sound good, and then now I can make the song and mix it at the same time, which is really nice. It's really convenient because I have Logic Pro now, which is like an actually good program. And dude, yeah, that was a pain in the ass. And then like Cloud Nine, I remember it took so much because I like I nailed it that first time, and then I remember like every single day I'll go Cloud Nine and like try to do it again, and it would sound like shit, and I'd be like. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> so I'd come back the next day and try to sing it. Didn't work. So finally, literally the Thursday before it came out, or the Thursday before we sent it out, because I sent it out on a Friday, I was like, dude, I just got to do this. So I just went in there, sang it, and I was like, does it sound good? I was like, oh my God, I did it. And I was like, thank it's, God. It's it was like, the last freaking day. It sounded good. It's the thinking, the thinking part of it. Like when yeah. you know what you want to hear, exactly. and it's just not coming out, yes. you're like, man, uh-huh. this is tough. Yeah, because that's what, that's what, pain me so much just because I would be like I would record it for the first time and it would be sound so good but then like the, the mic was trash and it wouldn't sound good like the audio wouldn't sound good you know what I mean like my voice sounded great but the audio just didn't sound good so I was like ah oh, fuck gotta re-record this but yeah close to you I just had to leave it in because I could never do that again I, <laughs> I tried so hard to do the close to you so many times like every I'm time like- it just I would either <laughs> miss a note or it just wouldn't have the emotion and I was just like Dude, how did I do that? Like, how did I make it sound that fucking good and I can never do it again? But yeah, it's still, we ended up um, tweaking it and putting compressors on it so that it sounded almost as good as the other, my, my new mic. But still, you can kind of tell that it's a little bit of a different mic if you really pay attention to it. Yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Plays that kind of like, that role. Yeah. Like the 
the aesthetic role. Yeah, that's definitely. what I say. Uh-huh. Like, I know the 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 sound of the guitar mm-hmm. in Cloud Nine. Like, yeah. did y'all record that with the the mic? Oh no, we recorded it. He, or did his, he? His did y'all have like, plug in? Plug in. Yeah, so he plugged just, it in. And it, it kind of has like that scratchy feel yeah, to it. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's yeah. it's just I that's like. the amp I put on it. Cause I, and I just love that. Like same thing with um, uh, Doomed. I love the guitar tone on Doomed. Did he play the guitar in that song? Uh-huh. He played the guitar on Doomed and uh, Cloud Nine. Yeah. Do you know, do you know how to play guitar? Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. It's, it's the piano. Yeah, piano is your thing. Uh huh. I'm really not that good at piano either. Not bad. I can tell uh, you, yeah. not bad. Uh huh. Cause like um. I don't play. Uh, some of the songs are samples, but some yeah. I I play piano on a lot of it. Like Gold Shores is all me and stuff like that. It's really weird. I try to make sure. So like I do use like samples and stuff like that. Do you know what that is? Like, yeah, you, like, no, take no, yeah, the yeah. pieces of different songs and you kind of like yeah. So I do that a lot, but I try to blend it in a way that where it, like you can't tell what's a sample and what me playing is. You no, know? you like you really can't. Uh-huh. Cause like I I'd be listening to some of these songs. Like I said on the ride home, and I'd be like. Did, like what creative genius did he have to have to like Thanks, come bro. up with this like that full disclosure song, right now I think it's, I'm just gonna make this 100% clear beach sailboat and uh, storm I've had people go up to me and tell me how amazing a piano I am that's not me playing piano that's not, <laughs> that's not that's me playing like, piano no. I'm not gonna take credit for that at all that is a sample I found it sounded like I put it in it kind of had like a like a you know if you ever think of like Movies yeah. with the old western uh-huh. like the yeah. saloons. I wanted that it to sound super on. like vintage and like. That's what it sounded. I, like. I put like this. Uh, I put this weird. I love this effect on pianos, and it like it's called tuned vocal, or well, that's what the effect on Logic is called. Yeah. But basically, what it does is it like just detunes, you know, because you have to like tune a piano. Like the pianos are tuned, and like yeah. you notice like old ass piano, you hit a note and it's like way out of key, and you're like, oh, that's not supposed to sound like that. You know what I mean? And the tuned vocal just kind of. You can decide how much it Peace is, it and it just bit. makes it a little off tune, like out of key, and it just sounds so cool. That's how you get like that sort of sound. And I just love it because it just sounds so off, and you're like, Ugh. like I just love that sound. I don't know. I've always been like one of those people, like mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while you have yeah. that you have that lyric that's off beat, yeah, or and most times like there's only certain situations that works, mm-hmm. but when it works, it mm-hmm. works. No. Like it's it's not like just. There's no in between of uh-huh. like it's it's bad yeah. and it's good. It's either really bad mm-hmm. or it's perfect. Yeah, and then that's what. Uh, um, so on Riley's, that's that's actually funny. So Riley, like his rap verse on Doomed, that was um, a day before I sent it out. That was the last day. It's kind of quiet, huh? It's oh kinda yeah, quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit. I wanted it to kind of be a little bit quiet, and or so like whenever like my vocals come in at the part, like I tried everything just to make you mine, like that part would just hit so freaking hard, but. Um, yeah, I hit him up, and he came in, and he like had this one flow, and we're like, okay, that's cool. And then he did the second flow, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool too. And then he was trying to like just do like this little lead in, and then I was like, no, 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 no. So you know how like there's this Tyler song called Doomed or <laughs> not Doomed, <laughs> Boredom, right? Yeah. And then uh, like he has this really good flow and everything, and then right before the hook, he just goes. Cause I'm bored like that, and it's like the most awkward like the, sounding thing. Like the ever. way he did do. Yeah, and then I was like, like, do that at the very end. Be like, so but we're so doomed. doomed. You know what I mean? Like it's so off. And he kind of like cool. it's it's almost like a, a quiet scream. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. like, it sounds like. He's like, it's like yeah, because he goes doomed like, like that. A, and then we took a uh, what's funny about that? He did the doomed the original, and then I had him do it again, and I put it right under that file and just pitched it down just a little bit. So it's like this doomed like that, and it just sounds badass when you hear them together. Because it's like uh, it, it almost sounded like y'all were like 
up at 4 a.m. and you're trying yeah. to throw your parents up and Dude. Because it is, it is like, a lot quieter. Uh-huh. It is, yeah. It's, it's noticeably quieter. Uh-huh. And I told Riley that, and he's like, oh, it sounds different in other people's uh-huh. car. I'm like, yeah, well, other people's car doesn't have yeah. $1,000 worth of body uh-huh. on it like mine does. So <laughs> I'm going to have to take you out to my car and play, right. play a couple of the songs because yeah. it sounds it's, – uh-huh. it's, crazy i have i have really good speakers in my car the bass is a little loud in my speakers but like um or just is it stock huh is it stock yeah because every, everything on mine's after good right as oh really yeah, i got all for all, all i asked right, for man. for christmas was yeah. a radio uh-huh. uh got door speakers yeah rear speakers and uh t- it's not like a mm-hmm. crazy sub but yeah. it's like a tennis sub that just like takes the pressure off everything else mm-hmm. and then i got tweeters and it's, dude, it's all right insane. that's cool man it's insane I, I remember i went there's one of my friends uh I went in her car, and like that's that's whenever I mixed everything because we like had all the fi- final mixes and that, my dad and then um, so basically what would work what how we would work is like, um, my dad like makes a lot of music, so me and him both would like because I'm not great at mixing just yet I'm still getting there because mixing is like making everything sound good audio I mean you do the same thing with this you know what I mean yeah. it's like, sound clean compressors stuff like that yeah, um, me and my dad would both kind of like. My mom just texted me. <laughs> uh, so, um, we would both like co-do that as he's like teaching me like the certain tricks and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. So then we like finished that mix and then my dad was like, all right, you go out, listen to every single song. So it's like an hour long. And, I was like, and then just report back to me and text me like what each song needs to change. And I remember I was in that car and I'm just like listening to every song, like listening to the shit out of it. And I'm like, all right, these all sound good. And then I sent them back to my dad. I was like, all right, they're all good. They're ready to be put out. He's like, all right, but, but yeah, that that's cool. You need to get, you need to get that for your car. Like, uh-huh. so yeah, new, like new something, speakers and stuff like so that, you yeah. can, so you can, how old is your car? I don't huh? know. How old oh. is mine's a, mine's a 12 year old car. So it needed that. Oh, change. mine isn't that old. Mine's yeah. like six years old, maybe. No, oh, no, not, no. Uh-uh. Like three years. Cause it came out. Okay, it was, then, it's yeah, you should be fine. Yeah. But like, you need to get something like, mm-hmm. Or, or good like Sony headphones or something yeah. like you can just like listen to it oh, and yeah. you, so you don't have to like use a friend's car or uh-huh. something like that to hear yeah. like those those Sonys mm-hmm. like the the ones that like oh yeah cut your whole ears uh-huh. like it looks like you're wearing a damn hat yeah like I have really good studio monitors in my in my room and that they usually work they usually do the job because that's usually like what happens like the mix will sound pretty damn good. And then there'll just be one thing that's off. Usually it's the bass. <laughs> have you put like sound panels in your room? Huh? No, I haven't yet. But I'm. I definitely. Like, are you are you planning on like turning your room into a studio? Absolutely, yeah. So like, definitely. So yeah, I'm, I mean, usually and plus like with what I make, you don't really need sound panels because I use a lot of electronic sounds. So yeah. like, you don't really need like a lot of. The sound. But the vocals. But, like, if I was, if our, yeah, vocals for sure would help. But like, um, I mean, you have people that would play like acoustic guitar or like. A grand piano or something like that. That's yeah. that's the kind of I mean, yeah. drum set or something like that. That's you need sound pedals for that shit. But like, all my drums are on a drum pad, every bit of them. And then yeah. like, everything I play is on a MIDI keyboard that's plugged in my computer, and I can change whatever sound I want it to do. You know. So, as of now, sound pedal panels aren't one hundred percent necessary. But it's definitely something I would consider in the future once I actually have the money. I mean, you don't. Have to, it's not like you have to get like the expensive yeah, ones. You definitely. can get those like little foam ones oh, that yeah. you see in all. That's the, what I was gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I might get some and throw them at like the top because mm-hmm. that's where or the bottom. The top and bottom is where most of your sounds gonna leak. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, if you can just soundproof those little parts, mm-hmm. it's just it, it 
You wouldn't think it makes a world of difference, yeah. but it really does. Oh, yeah, it really definitely. does. Oh, trust me, dude. One thing, like, I've just now started noticing, sometimes I'll leave my fan on while I'm doing it, and, like, I don't notice until I do the falsetto parts. You know, you know what a falsetto is, right? It's, like, mm-hmm. the head voice. So, uh, like, there's, like, ah, uh, and then there's, like, yeah. ah, that. Yeah. So, obviously, I can't hit that note here, but I can hit that note up here. And, like, on usually my, like, chest voice is strong enough to kind of overpower the fan where you can't hear it. But I just recently, like, I'll leave my fan on and I'll do, like, this falsetto part. And then I'll, like, isolate it and you just hear, yeah, like, all the whole time. You're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I just did that. See, I usually turn it off, but, uh-huh. like, my room is right. hot today. Uh-huh. So we're going to yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not like, gonna, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not going to make yeah. you sit in here for, uh-huh. we're, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm not exactly. going to make you sit in here in, like, a <laughs> hot-ass room. This is no. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah, I've, I've kind of. This this setup, I, like I said, I want to put more on the wall. I think I like the mini fridge wasn't really like planned for yeah. guests, but it it worked it out works perfect, perfectly. Dude. I literally put those those waters in the fridge like right before you got here. Uh-huh. They were like a little cold, and I threw them in there. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sure somebody will get thirsty during yeah, this thing. <laughs> if you want the other one, you can have it. Oh, I'm not thirsty at the moment. That was enough for me. Yeah, dude. I think it was a pretty good conversation. Absolutely. I think we can definitely end it off here. Definitely. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think Riley plans on mm-hmm. recording his own. Like, you, he said you were going to help him. Okay. What, uh, or whatever. Like, you said you were going to help him or whatever. Oh, you mean with music? Yeah, with music. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Music. Riley, Avery, Riley and Avery, y'all keep out because uh, they're both releasing new stuff pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Avery might have a. So when uh, he releases his stuff, I'll have. I can, I can bring yeah. both y'all on. Cool. Yeah. Especially because you're like. And then we'll have different stuff to talk about. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you said, we're not going to have much to talk about until that one comes out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's one, one problem with music is uh-huh. you have to wait in between. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, with sports, man, you can hit things mm-hmm. before they happen, while yeah. they're happening, yeah, after they happen. But no, like, you got to wait. You got to wait because uh-huh. there's some things you can leak yeah. that, like, you don't want out there yeah, yet. Exactly. And that's why I was saying so hush about the next project because I'm just like, I don't want to do away. I wasn't gonna, I, the only yeah. question I had was like the release, mm-hmm. like the, the planning on releasing. Yeah, for sure. But Before 2021, for sure. There will be another album this year. Definitely. Well, that's, that's, 100%. <laughs> no, no. It could be It could be December 31st. It could be, it could be tomorrow. Yeah. But nah, it'll be before 2021. Definitely. I'm holding you to that. Yeah. No, it, it'll be this year. Definitely. I mean, There'll probably be one more project this year, and then I might bump it up to three next year. You allowed to leak guests? Huh? You allowed to leak guests? You can expect Avery and Riley to definitely come back. Um, could be some new names. From could be some from Weatherford or out? That's the only, that's the only, that's really the only question. Probably I have. out. Um, because like I be, said, there could be some from Weatherford too. You gotta get Twitter. There could be some from Weatherford too. You gotta get a Twitter. I will. And then contact us. I mean, I'm already I'm already talking to a girl right now, like literally today. From Louisiana. Yeah, and so. uh, but like those Twitter outlets. Mm-hmm. Not only so then they're promoting you, mm-hmm. and then you have, because like without a Twitter handle, yeah, you can't tag somebody. Oh yeah, exactly. And then yeah. so if you tag somebody and you see that tag, you hit it, mm-hmm. it takes you to your page. Yeah, you know, like it just kind of. Mm-hmm. There's so much. I yeah. Twitter's a great place. Like uh-huh. I, you know, I've gotten kind of done with Snapchat. I took, I think I had like 500 contacts. I took like mm-hmm. 350 off. Yeah, like I was I was done. Uh-huh. I, too much drama on there and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And with Instagram, I mainly just have people I know. There's some people, like, I, uh-huh. I kind of know. I've heard their names or yeah. whatever, so they're on there. But, like, that's private to me. Mm-hmm. And then with Twitter, it's everything. Yeah. I can get. I can put any voice yeah. out there as long, you know, like, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I can obviously not say something that would hurt 
what I'm doing here, yeah, or exactly. my baseball career, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta limit that, but I can promote my stuff yeah, for, for sure. free, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying with like Spotify and stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's pay to play. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it can be. Yeah, sometimes I hope they don't. I've heard that they're going down that route, but I hope not. I mean that'll be real bullshit. A lot of it goes back to what we were saying about yeah. investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. It it in the at the end of the day, it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. It could sure. be worth it. Yeah. I mean. If you're happy with what you're putting, like the SoundCloud song I showed you, mm-hmm. it's it's not one about the oh, views. Yeah, exactly, it, yeah, it's yeah. just about laughing. Uh-huh. Like it's it's yeah, all it is. It's not a little tiny little self promotion in there. Yeah, <laughs> tiny little self promotion. <laughs> Go check out Press's music, guys. <laughs> it's uh, it's heat, it's heat. But all right, man, we're gonna yeah. get off. All right, it's a good time. Yeah, for sure. Definitely gonna have you back. All like right, I said. let's do it. Yeah, with Riley. I, I, I like. I like the idea mm-hmm. of trying to run it back with people I've already had on here because mm-hmm. then you can catch up see, what, exactly. see what's changed because yeah. nothing's ever going to stay 100%. the same so yeah. I mean, really was a good time uh-huh. hopefully Riley won't have another powerlifting week oh, <laughs> next yeah. time so. <laughs> so yeah remember hey Avery Watkins shout out shout out, coming out shout out everything you want to yeah. shout out right now Avery Watkins uh, Riley Bo right All the, both of them are going to have music coming out this year alright uh my boy Andrew White could pop. He's a writer. Could be having Andrew, uh, music coming out this year. Um, stay tuned for some singles from me, possibly sometime soon. All right, and uh, shout out Tyler Creator, Mac Miller, Kid Cudi, Travis Scott. Um, Literally anybody we mentioned in here. <laughs> anybody else we've talked about in here, and Stream Rose Water. I'm, I'm gonna have you send me the links to anything you want. Okay, so like we'll that'll be it. that'll all yeah. be down in the description. I'll uh-huh. be under a category called yeah. Holyfield's links. So. <laughs> all right, thank you guys.